Hey there, video game fans. I'm Ben Bertoli. And I'm Jam. And this is Memory Card. All right, so, Jam, I know that you've been uh, researching video games that star Grimace from McDonald's fame. Is that correct? No. <laughs> I just woke up. I haven't, not. <laughs> I haven't done any research. What? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that's right. I just pranked you. That was one of my classics. Uh, that was my classic goofs. I got you so good. Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking today about video game pranks. And I don't mean like pranks that get played in video games. I mean pranks that were played on the video game public to make them think that things were real um, when they weren't. Because uh, I guess that's what makes it a prank. Yep. So the the real start to this show is not me pranking you, but I want to know, you know, what's your most memorable prank, either that you pulled on somebody or that somebody did to you? I think the most memorable prank that ever happened to me was when uh, I think I like, I was really young and I first started drinking and then I went camping with some friends and I got really drunk and I like, passed out on the floor. <laughs> and then uh, in uh, in Victoria, Australia, we have this moth called the giant wood moth. It's the heaviest moth in the world. I found out. <laughs> and they found one and they put it on my chest. And then they were like, Jam, wake up, Jam, wake up. And I woke up just for the scale. This moth is about the length of like a dollar bill. Okay. And I woke up and it was like just the biggest like moth head. You know, it just gets so exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, I, I'm really scared of moths as well. Uh, and really? This was, yeah. So it was, uh, they, they took it off. They were, they were nice. But um, yeah, I got pranked. Does it have any, I mean, can it can it hurt people? Is it poisonous or anything weird? No, no, no. Moths are like harmless. Yeah. This is why it's so irrational that I'm scared of it. <laughs> I just don't like how they flap. I don't like how they flap. <laughs> how do you feel about butterflies? See, butterflies I'm fine with. Butterflies can land on me. I don't care. But moths, <laughs> get away from me. Oh, man. I, do you know like the urban legend of Mothman? Uh, I know like of Mothman, but I don't know okay. what Mothman's deal is. <laughs> Well, of course not. You would, you would never sleep again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Give me that. I was trying to think of the pranks um, that I've done, and um, there aren't that many. But there was one that kind of stuck out right before my wife and I started dating in college. We pulled this this prank. And if you're listening to this and you're a child or one of my students, don't do this. Don't do this to people. <laughs> That's my disclaimer. Um, it's not that bad, but it is uh, <laughs> not that nice. So what you do is you take like a packet of ketchup or like any kind of sauce that's in a packet. Yeah. And you bend it over, like you, you kind of bend it in half and you put it in between the toilet lid <laughs> and the seat. And then when someone sits down on it, it like squirts all of the, you know, ketchup onto their back of their legs. Oh, no. I was thinking <laughs> just squirt it inside the toilet, but you're no, going no. the outside. Yeah, well, it like sits on the on the you know on the bowl of the toilet, and then when they the pressure of them sitting down on the toilet seat like shoots it like pops it onto their legs, which is like the last <laughs> thing you want when you're sitting down to go to the bathroom. So we did this in um, a college dorm, and um, I was supposed to be lookout while Bethany was setting it up, and I kind of uh, lost track of you know time. And someone came in while she was setting it up, and then they like sat down on the seat and <laughs> got. Got ketchuped real good, and uh, we we got in trouble for that one. Yeah. But was it funny though? 
Yeah, it was funny. Like in retrospect, it was really funny, and it was like a good, like you know, fun little prank for us to to start off our relationship. So nice. I was worried that you did it to her, and like no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how well that would have gone. But yeah, maybe you know, choose something that's uh, less you know stainy, something like mayonnaise. You know, mm-hmm. that might just be like, oh no. But yeah, so that's that's my fun little prank. Nice. But uh, all right, yeah, hit the hit the theme music, please, Jam. So what I actually want to talk about today, like the focus of this whole April Fool's uh, video game prank show is a magazine that I got back when I was like a teenager, I think is really when I got into it. Mm -hmm. And it's called Electronic Gaming Monthly. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard of this magazine? Yeah, I know the one. Okay. In Australia, we we didn't have a lot of local magazines, so we used to just get imported magazine so america and the uk oh okay um and that was definitely one of them yeah yeah so i was you know i grew up on nintendo power as i'm sure a lot of people who listen to the show know and you know i love nintendo power but it's it's very like more focused towards little not little kids it's more just like family friendly yeah and i needed something that was you know edgier with like you know better fart jokes and um (laughs) you know slightly mature content so that was kind of what egm was and you know it covered things that wasn't nintendo at playstation and some uh, pc stuff here and there and xbox and uh, little to my knowledge that magazine actually started all the way back in 1988 yeah right um, and it was called u.s national video game teams electronic gaming monthly which is quite the mouthful <laughs> i like that one better i like the long names <laughs> <laughs> that would be the usnvgtegm yeah and I mean, it, it ran for a long time. I think it was officially defunct in like 2009 as a like physical magazine, but it had like a spinoff called EGM2 or EGM squared possibly because the two is really small mm-hmm. um, that had all these like maps and guides. And uh, it was it was kind of a big deal in the video game magazine racket, I would say. Mm. So they were really well known for putting out these April Fool's jokes. And um, after they started doing them, people would look through the April issue and kind of like try to figure out what it was. And in the very beginning, like way before I got into the magazine, their first one that I could find was in 1991. And it was a code uh, where you could play as Simon Belmont in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, two arcade game. Ah, yeah. And they, you know, back in the day, you had to like put in codes on the title screen or whatever. And the code was like so long that you couldn't quite put it in before the title screen like reset itself. back. <laughs> so like people who tried it got really mad apparently. But here's the thing. They always um, at the beginning, they made it sound like someone like wrote in with this amazing tip. Yeah. When in reality, they just like fabricated it. Yeah. So I'm going to send you the name of the uh, fake person who sent it in and you tell me what you think it actually means. This one's not very hard, but check it out. AP, AP, real, April Fools. Yeah. Yeah. April Fools. Yeah. <laughs> a, a dot P dot, you read it out. I can't even read that last one. <laughs> AP, real. Ruffles, Ruffles, <laughs> yeah. A- AP Ruffles, yeah. yeah. So that was the original name that came with it. It said the town was was from from EGM, and then it said Ha, like H A, as the state abbreviation. Yeah. And fun fact: there is no state that has an abbreviation that's H A. H I is Hawaii, but yeah. yeah. 
So that was their first uh, big prank. And uh, the second one in 1992 was the one that really took off. And I don't know, are you big into Street Fighter or any like fighting game lore? Yeah, I was, I was big into Street Fighter too. Okay. Well, then I bet you know this prank. Have you heard of Shang Long? Yeah. Wait, is, is that a Mortal Kombat guy? No. No. He's, well, so, okay. I got to tell you the whole story because it's like a whole big thing. Yeah. So, in the 1992 uh, issue, uh, April issue of EGM, they had this breakdown of like how you could unlock this character in Street Fighter 2, mm-hmm. whose name was Shang Long. And he was supposed to be like Ryu and Ken's master. He taught them everything they know or something. Yep. And they said that the, the only way you could do this was you had to get through all 11 characters in like the main game. And you could not take a single hit. <laughs> and then you had to get, <laughs> which is hard enough as it is. And then you had to get nine draws in a row versus M. Bison when you fought him. And then at that point, like this character would jump on screen and you could fight him. And uh, you would unlock him. And he was like the ultimate character. Wait, in the arcade game, you had to do this. Yes, I believe that was the thing. Although, like right after this came out in 1992, I believe the game came to Super Nintendo and Genesis. All right. And so people were like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try that one. But you can tell it's for the arcade because I'm sending you the name of the person who sent it in. W W A Stokens. Wait, yeah? W.A. Stokens? <laughs> Stokens, Stokens. Stokens. Where? 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 Where Stokens? No, no. That's what I can't get. Do I need to tell you? Yeah, yeah, explain it. <laughs> it's, it's waste. Waste tokens. Ah, right, right. Yeah, you're, you're wasting them to, to try and unlock <laughs> this guy that doesn't exist. That would be so much money. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? And it was the, the city on this one was fool, fooled again. Like fooled again, <laughs> and then it was ha. So they uh, were once again, you know. When uh, when Street Fighter came out in the US in the arcades, how much was it to play like one game? I honestly don't remember. I mean, you have to understand that in 1992, I would have been four years old. <laughs> right, right. So there's like, <laughs> even if I recalled playing it, which I I feel like I definitely played some Mortal Kombat, you know, in an arcade, but it wasn't during you know that specific year. Yeah. yeah. Was it really expensive to play in Australia? It was like a full, like, one Australian dollar for, like, one credit. Ooh. And I feel like it would have been something like 25 cents in the US. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, that that used to be the thing is that people would put quarters up on the, like, the bezel. Yeah. Of the arcade machine to be like, I got the next game. Like, here's my quarter. Yeah. But the the great thing about this, uh, like, joke is that it actually has, like, a convincing backstory, which I think is why a lot of people thought it was, like, so legit. Yeah. Did they introduce that character, like, later in, like, a hyper edition or a special edition? Because I, I remember there is some sort of special character in, like, th- they brought it out on, like, PS3 or something like that. It's, like, the Street Fighter 2 hyper, like, new turbo, and it's got, like, new mode and old mode. Is that a playable character? No, he's never been an official playable character. Okay. I'm thinking of someone else. Although they do, I'll tell you, there's some characters that are kind of like, you can tell they're inspired by this, you know, like ancient myth. Yeah. And um, I think even on like the Capcom website, they've had like a little file on this guy and then they had to take it down because everyone was freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so the name Shang Long actually comes from a mistranslated portion of a special move that Ryu does. Yep. Um, it's his his rising dragon, the Shoryuken. Is that how you pronounce it, right? 
I think so, yeah. And so one of his quotes in the English localization of the 1991 Street Fighter II arcade game was, it was supposed to be, if you cannot overcome the Shuriokin, you cannot win. But when they translated it into English, it said, you must defeat Shang Long to stand a chance. Uh. And people thought that he was saying the name of like a person instead of an attack. Yeah. And they actually changed it when the Super Nintendo version came out. And it's then it changed it to, you must defeat my Dragon Punch to stand a chance, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But they goofed it up. And in the English instruction manual for the Super Nintendo, they actually referred to Master Sheng Long as Ryu and Ken's teacher, which is like, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they like read the joke in EGM and, yeah, yeah. you know, we're like, oh, yeah, let's put it in there. It's when you write, like when you edit a Wikipedia article and then it gets referenced in the news and then you can reference <laughs> it back to itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So essentially, you know, Capcom was like trying to tell people like this isn't real. It got picked up by other magazines and like news sources and we're like, oh my gosh, you have to unlock this special Street Fighter 2 character. But yeah, the character Akuma, I believe is how you pronounce it. He's like evil Ryu. Right, yeah, yeah. And there's a rumor that like this whole thing was how he came about because he was inserted in the game in a way where you had to do a certain, you know, like set of things to unlock him. You had to beat so many people or not get hit or something and he would show up. And so they were like, oh, this is like the real Shang Long. And supposedly Akuma killed Ken and Ryu's like sensei, you know, whoever trained them. So it made even more sense. Yeah, classic. Yeah, they made an actual character whose name is Gokin, who was like officially the person who trained Ryu and Ken and was kind of based off of Shang Long. It's funny because this whole like running joke that <laughs> there was a character you could unlock, everybody bought it, everyone thought it was real. And then they were like, oh, you know what? You know, we fooled all of you. But Capcom was like, hmm, maybe we, <laughs> maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm thinking of Fei, Fei Long who got oh, introduced okay. later yeah do you think that like this whole story inspired all of the mortal Kombat to unlockable characters because that was always like a whole big thing you had to put in a code and like one of them would like pop up and screen would be in the background and then you could actually play as like smoke or yeah or- possibly i think people just really like the idea that there's like something so deeply hidden in a video game that like you could you could never discover it if you just played the game. Yeah. Like you someone had to tell you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a big thing with like Pokemon too, you know. People yeah, yeah. telling you that oh, there's a secret Pokemon, you have to go outside the fence, push yeah. the truck push or whatever. Push the truck, yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> I tried pushing the truck. We all tried pushing the truck. Oh yeah. I tried it. The the best part about this is that on the page where this was revealed in the magazine, there was a spot at the bottom that was like, oh, hey, don't forget, it's our April Fool's issue, so be sure to be on the lookout for like whatever <laughs> you think is the joke. And it was it was on the page. So that uh, flew over a lot of people's heads. But that's the main big one. But I did kind of want to highlight some of the other like goofy April Fool's jokes that they had along the way. I don't well, there's there's one that, that may have fooled me, but um, in <laughs> 1994, they actually forgot to do an April Fool's joke, oh, yeah. but there was a, a typo on their on their cover. <laughs> and so they, they were just like, oh, yeah, like th- that was it. Like that was the, <laughs> it, was, it was for Streets, Streets of Rage 3, uh. but they spelled it with three E's, Streets of Rage <laughs> 3. So they were like, yeah, totally. And later they had to be like, yeah, that was that was not us. Did you ever get into uh, Goldeneye 64? 
Yeah, I started playing it. Fun fact that I bought a Nintendo 64 and I pretty much only played like Pod Racer on it because I used to love that game. I like played <laughs> play it so much. And then I kind of got sick of N64 and my mum started playing it. And my mum bought GoldenEye and she used to play it. Uh, single player and then play like deathmatch against her like husband at the time. <laughs> and I was just like walking in the loud room, they'd be like <laughs> playing deathmatch. I'd be like, okay, cool. Uh, sorry, I've only played it a little bit, but mostly <laughs> like watching my mum play it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love that. So, uh, what do you think? Have you heard any of the rumors about like unlockable characters? Uh, I, I think I've, I've heard a rumor, but I, I don't know the details. Well, what, do, you, do you remember what the rumor was, though, or just in general that you heard a rumor? Is it one of the, like, evil guys? You can unlock one of the evil guys to play as or something like that? Maybe. No, it's it's that you could unlock the older James Bond, like, you know, actors. Ah. So that you could get Sean Connery or Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, like, in the game. Obviously not true. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. And this one was actually in a magazine where they revealed that you could get a Street Fighter-style Hadouken in Mega Man X. Do you know about this? This is amazing. Like, little, like, super secret Easter egg. Uh, I, it, I feel like that one could be true, because, yeah, that you one, know, the power-up charge is a little bit like a Hadouken. That one is true. Oh, it is true. Oh, okay. But everyone thought, everyone thought that the Mega Man X thing was the goof, was the prank. Right. And they thought the, the James Bond thing was real. <laughs> so, EGM had to come out and be like, no, guys, it was the... It was the GoldenEye thing. The Mega Man X thing was not at all real. And this this kind of happened again in 2000 when they they had this article about the Intellivision coming back. Mm -hmm. And that was the joke. But they also had an article about how 12 Tales Conquer 64 was being changed into Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I thought that was a joke. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Themes. yeah. And so everyone's like, oh, this has got to be a hoax. Like, there's no way that, you know, Nintendo would allow this or Rare would make this. And then turns out. That was a real weird one because they had a Game Boy port of Conquer's that came out. Right. Game Boy Color yeah. port. Pocket Tales. It came out before the like remake so there's still like a cutesy like kitty version of conquer that came out yeah and he he showed up first in uh diddy kong racing on the nintendo 64 you can play as conquer yeah right just driving around not swearing at anybody <laughs> so but the one that, that probably got me the most and i think this was when i was actually starting to get into egm was in 2002 there was an article about how you could unlock sonic in super smash brothers melee Mm. And once again, it was like this soul crushingly hard thing. You had to, there's this mode called Cruel Melee, and they said you had to uh, get over 20 KOs, and then like Sonic and Tails would show up and like challenge you. And if you beat them, you could unlock them. Yeah. And like people, people bought this one hard and they tried and, and people succeeded. Like they got more than 20 KOs and they were just like livid. <laughs> so. That one kind of lives uh, in infamy. And then there was one that said if you pre-ordered Twilight Princess for the GameCube, that Nintendo would send you a Wind Waker updated version that was like realistic graphics. <laughs> that would be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I mean, I love Wind Waker. It might be my favorite Zelda game ever, but I would love to see it like redone and i mean they had like a screenshot like they rigged up a whole thing it was it was pretty impressive uh, yeah i remember seeing that and thinking like you're not gonna fool me again <laughs> not after sonic 
Yeah, so that was pretty cool. In 2007, they revealed that there was a game coming called Mushroom Kingdom Hearts, which was like Mario, you know, world is now part of, you know, Disney and Kingdom Hearts and that kind of thing. Yeah. It was obviously a Wii exclusive, and it said it featured over 41 Nintendo characters, which was like a, like a you know, April is the fourth month, and uh, April Fool's Day is on the first day. Yeah. So... They had a cool picture of like Mario holding a keyblade. It was obviously like a render from I think Super Mario Sunshine. The last one, at least the one, the last one that I remember hearing about, uh, was in 2008, and it was the fact that Bungie was working with Lego to make a Lego Halo game. Uh, that would be sick. That would be so sick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they said it was going to be like Lego Star Wars or Lego Batman, but yeah, I mean, once again, they had like pictures of like little like Master Chief uh, Lego figure running around blasting people. Mm. They said that the character's name was going to be Bert O four one, which was once again a you know April Fool's yeah uh, like hint. <laughs> Uh, that was another game I bought an Xbox and then I played a bunch of games and then I left it at my mum's house and then she started playing Halo <laughs> Halo 2 <laughs> uh, your mom sounds awesome <laughs> she she went through a gaming phase and then uh, I don't think she really plays games anymore no but I'm like games are so cool now mum get a switch <laughs> she doesn't like it <laughs> get it like I can imagine you like putting a VR headset on your mom and having her play Half-Life Alex or something <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried when I when VR first came out uh-huh. on like the Oculus DK1 I bought a DK1 and the first thing I did was I I, set, I put my mom <laughs> on the chair I was like put this on I put the roller coaster simulator on she thought it was quite fun <laughs> I mean that's the that's the stream we need that's what I want to see on Twitch yeah, Jam's, Jam's mom playing VR. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it could take off. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll chat yeah. to her next time I see her. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right. So now that I've you know spoken about some of the the games and the goofs from uh, EGM, which one do you think was the most convincing, and which one do you think, or which one do you wish was real? Hmm. I reckon like Shenlong, I would totally fall for that. Like <laughs> unlocking characters that. You can just imagine, and especially, like, it makes me sad these days. Everything's, like, so rammed together. You know, Smash, like, has, like, a million characters, and right. there's crossovers all over the place. But, you know, back then, it was, like, so unthinkable. Like, that's that thing would be so cool. <laughs> and you could talk about it with your friends, you know. It doesn't matter if it was real or false. It was, like, a fun thing. I would have had a lot of fun with that one. Because <laughs> I definitely did that with Mortal Kombat. We were always, like, trying to unlock and then all the extra characters and work out what the little codes were, and it's, like... Uh, Right. Wasn't there was a guy who would like pop up in the background or something and say toasty? Was yeah, that a thing? Y- yeah. Yeah. He's like one of the developers. Oh. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I think so. I don't know why it's in there, but it's just it's it's great. Yeah, I remember when I was playing Mortal Kombat back in the day, it was always like, How do you get the character to like fall into the spike pit down below? Yeah. Like yeah. there was like a certain way you had to hit them or uppercut them to like finish it so they would fall down into the spike pit. Even on, uh, I believe the Super Nintendo had that, even though they didn't have the, you know, blood. They had, like, the green, yeah, yeah. the goo. <laughs> what was the other question? Sorry? Which one do you think is the most realistic? Uh, the most realistic one, I reckon, is probably the Halo Lego one. Only because they had done so many crossovers. I feel like that could happen. I still want that to happen. I want there to be a Halo. Maybe that can be a <laughs> rena- renaissance of Halo. It could be, yeah. Official Xbox Magazine actually did an article um, in their March issue that was about a kid who was like building Halo scenes out of Legos, mm. and they called it uh, Lego Halo: The Real Deal. So that's <laughs> kind of funny. 
but yeah. So like I said, in 2009, um, EGM got like sold off and it was relaunched and then it was like just a website. And now, weirdly enough, I was kind of poking around the current website, which still exists. And it seems like they make this little free magazine that you can get at Walmart, mm. like here in the States, which is funny because every now and then I walking through and I'll see it, you know, it's just like got a few reviews and some upcoming games and I'll just grab it and, you know, look through it and recycle it or whatever. But it's just interesting that like essentially this like super powerhouse gaming magazine has like gone through all these changes and now it's like a free pamphlet at a major, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, food market. So I guess time's, time makes fools of us all. And uh, the, the prank is really on EGM now. Yeah. And all of us. And all of us. For embracing the internet too hard. <laughs> go back to magazines. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Our intro and outro music was crafted by talented chiptune composer Jamatar. You can find more of his banging beats by searching Jamatar, that's J-A-M-A-T-A-R, on Spotify or visiting Jamatar.com. This episode was edited by audio superstar Mikey Yankovich. If you have any feedback on the podcast or want to recommend a topic, feel free to reach out via Twitter at MemCardShow. And if you'd like to follow me, I can be found at SuperBenTendo. We'll be back soon with some gaming history goodness. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you enjoy the show. See you soon. Mm-hmm.